Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the IE Podcast, the Inspiring Excellence Podcast. I'm your host, Paco Torres, and I would like to welcome you all to the episode three of this series. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most personal topics for me. So we're going to be talking about managers, specifically those managers that can make any dream job into a nightmare situation. But before we begin, I just want to remind everybody that you can connect with the podcast via our social media in Instagram at the IE Podcast Official, or you can use our Gmail, the IE Podcast Official at gmail.com to send any questions, feedback, or concerns that you may have about the podcast. Also, if you are a new listener, make sure that you listen to the first episodes of the podcast. Episodes one or two are available in all podcasting platforms, so please make sure to listen to those first. Now, without anything further ado, let's begin. So, managers. We've all had managers. We've all worked for somebody. We all have had bosses, different people that we report to in different kinds of jobs. Usually, they're the people who are responsible for telling you what to do. They define the objectives that you need to meet. They are the people responsible for evaluating your performance. And overall, they are a very important person in whatever kind of job you are, because they kind of decide how are you going to be seen and also how quickly you can advance within that place. So when we talk about early career, right, we're talking about you entering the workforce for the first time or maybe returning to the workforce or just making a change. This person who's going to be your manager is going to play a key role on how you want enjoy your job, two, develop as a professional, and three, how other people, other managers, or other colleagues see you. Therefore, it's very important that the relationship between the manager and the employee is, at the very least, respectful, healthy, and of mutual agreement on what the priorities, the objectives, and the performance evaluation criteria is. But in reality, as in any other human interaction, there's grounds for conflict. In every manager-employee relationship, there's bound to be disagreement. There's bound to be a point in which you're not both seeing eye to eye. And that's perfectly normal. And that doesn't make somebody into a bad manager or doesn't make somebody into a bad employee. But it is important to understand that there's a difference between disagreements and having healthy conflict within your organization and when someone's behavioral patterns end up having a constant negative impact on how an employee develops, grows, and even enjoys his his or her job. So what I would like to do over this episode is go over this behavioral patterns, this kind of red flags that can help you identify if your manager or whoever is your boss is showcasing behaviors that can have constant negative impact on your career and then not how to, you know, call it out, but how to manage it, how to manage up in order to, one, handle it personally for you so it doesn't impact you as much and two, to help the person understand the situation, understand your feelings, and possibly even modify certain behaviors for the sake of the team 
So let's begin by discussing some of these behaviors. One of the most normal behavioral patterns that I think people are aware of and that is usually a red flag about a manager, it's micromanagement. So when a person is literally on top of you about everything, constantly trying to tell you how to do things, when to do things, and there's simply no level of discernible trust. This is for many people a deal breaker with a manager and it can become very stressful. One thing to understand is that not all micromanagement is bad. Sometimes, depending on the situation, somebody will have to micromanage you. Maybe they're part of the project, maybe they are highly accountable for the work that you're doing and they want to be involved. So it's important to discern when somebody's actually just showing interest and care about what you're doing and want to participate of it, or when somebody's just asking for the sake of asking. So it's important to also look through other people's eyes and maybe this is a do or die situation for them or a make or break for something they have to finish. And that's why they're being micromanagers. So if that's the case, you just gotta understand that. If not, we're definitely dealing with micromanagement and it's something that has to be addressed. Another red flag, I call it, and I got this from a very good book, the tank personalities or the tank behavioral patterns. A tank is somebody who gets through people in order to get things. It's somebody who will not stop at nothing to achieve things. It's the person who pushes everybody's buttons. It's the person who's on top of everybody to get things done. And that always seems to think their job or their tasks or the things that they need to get done for them are the number one thing. And that's it's a huge red flag for me because when somebody just thinks that their priorities and what they're doing is the most important thing and nothing else matters and they don't really care about what the other people are having to do or the other tasks that they need to handle, that's a huge red flag. So if you have a manager that just, you know, every time he appears, your desk just gets turned over and everything in your task list changes or they expect it to change, you're dealing with a tank personality. Another red flag comes in the shape of feedback. The way you get feedback from your manager is key to understand if this person might be somebody who's not going to help you develop properly. A manager should always provide constructive feedback, both positive with a hint of focus on improvement, such that a person can continue to develop, continue to push the boundaries of his or her job, and bring something new to the table. But if the feedback that you're receiving is vague at best, maybe you're getting the same type of feedback constantly, even though you you believe you have been making changes on it. And basically, it's just, you know, kind of general things or refers to, oh, this person said something about you. Kinda, it doesn't give you detail enough where, like, it gives you objectives and clear expectations. It might be something that you want to look into how to address properly. And the final red flag for me, and there's plenty more, but I don't want to make this episode too long, is what I call the take-home boss. What I mean by this is when you come home after work, you know, you're done at 5, you drive home, you get there, and you find yourself either talking about your boss, complaining about your boss, or basically just 
everything about work and all that stress and all that frustration keeps coming up in your personal life. Once the work is entering the space where it shouldn't be on your personal life, where that balance is broken and you're constantly talking about this person or kind of just venting about this person to others, I think that's the biggest red flag because when work starts messing with your mental health and becomes more than what you do for a living, that's when we have to really raise awareness and really understand what needs to be done to change that. So before we continue to talk about how can you manage these situations, how can you manage these red flags and help the person develop or how do you change your behaviors so it doesn't impact yourself as much. I want to share a personal story with you guys. I personally have dealt with this kind of manager before and I like talking about it because I believe cold-heartedly that that experience made me a better professional and it boosted me to the place where I am today. So what happened was a few years ago when I was very early in my career, very early in my first job, my department in which I was hired to disbanded. I was moved to a different function and I received a new manager, somebody that I had already worked with before, with had a couple disagreements, but nothing major. I took it as a good thing. It wasn't like a, something I had an option about, but overall it seemed positive. Over the next two years that I work under this person, I honestly question whether I should work in that place. It was a very stressful, very difficult time in my life because it felt like my job was literally consuming me. I went to therapy to deal with stress and anxiety regarding my job. I felt like I was stuck. I felt like there was nothing I could do. No no obstacle I could clear in order to be enough. And overall, it was just like my job was becoming the most toxic thing in my life. Because I would come back home and spend hours on the phone with my parents. Just talking about how horrible... It was at work. And not everything was bad. This was not like I was being harassed or emotionally attacked at work. But I was in a situation where I wasn't actively allowed to have an opinion. Or at least not a public opinion. I wasn't allowed to disagree with my manager in front of others. And... I would be constantly in a conflict between doing what I thought I was right and doing what I was being told. And I understand there's a sense of authority and hierarchy that needs to be followed. But at the same time, it just didn't feel right that somebody would tell you that it's okay for you to have ideas, but if their ideas are better according to them, that that's what's going to be happening. So that was the situation. It was a very difficult situation. And honestly, 
part of me tried to like you know deal with it try to like maybe it's just me i honestly for a while thought that maybe it's just me maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm doing something wrong what can i do to change myself to make it better and with that mindset you know i was using leadership trainings and my mba classes to trying to figure out a strategy how can i manage this situation but i didn't get to the moment of clarity until i was like in another rant with my family and my little brother just called me out and told me i know you hate your job stop talking about it and that really kind of changed my perspective because i realized finally what was happening that i was letting one person dictate how i felt about the thing i loved because i love my job and i'm really good at it so why let one single person define it and that's when everything changed for me because i turned the situation and i was no longer going to be a victim i was no longer going to blame this person and everything was happening i was going to take action i was going to focus on the right things so this is my advice if you are in this situation if you are dealing with this or if you ever going to deal with this the best you can do is focus on what you are doing and focus on what can you change not about yourself but what can you do different in a smart strategic way to change how people behave around you so to give you an example this is what i did I was dealing with this tank personality, this person that kept changing priorities on me and that was pushing me to the brink of like I don't know what to do. So I simply took ownership of what I was doing. I focused on the things that I knew were important for the business, for leadership, and that way I was aligning myself with what he should be aligned to. So whenever I had a disagreement with him, I had the upper hand because I knew I was focusing on the right things for the business. Then I started kind of challenging him in smart ways, making him think about why he was making certain decisions, making him have to justify himself a little bit and kind of like slow down for a second when he was talking to me because I needed that explanation. And then I would have these conversations with him, honest conversations about this is what I'm seeing, this is what I've been challenging with, this is what I think we can do and kind of like open that conversation and make this out in the open of like this is how I am feeling what can we do to change it and kind of challenge him like give me clear expectations give me set objectives kind of like I push him in that sense and we're like this is what I need to be successful this is what I need to be able to achieve my job and perform how I want to and people started noticing the difference because that negative emotion that was ca- I was carrying throughout my entire day kind of just disappeared because now I was focusing on the right things and he couldn't do anything about it he just had to adapt to this new situation in which I was just at peace and that kind of led to a more respectful relationship just because I was acting on the best interest of the team. And the more successful and the more I achieve for the team, the more he is successful and he achieves for the team. So there was no 
place for disagreement anymore because I was doing the right things. And it was just about losing that victimhood, to call it something, and really focus on what needs to get done and how can you use your own behaviors to kind of mold how he can react, limiting his ability to put pressure on you, limiting his ability to disrupt your pace. So this is my advice if you're ever in this situation or you're currently in this situation. Immediately take action. Have open conversations with your manager. Express how you're feeling immediately so that a resolution can be achieved. Maybe the person is not realizing what he's doing or what she's doing and they can resolve it. If that doesn't work, then think about what can you do differently that will mold that person's behavior in return. So for example, what kind of things you can focus on or where can you modify certain ways you speak in which you basically controlling the situation and not allowing it to escalate to the point where you are stressed out or that you are frustrated. If you start focusing on you and leave that person's attitudes that are not changeable aside, you will just definitely be in a better situation and you'll see how people around you notice the difference. And the problem moves from how people see you to what's happening with the manager that is not fully realizing the kind of employee he or she has. So those are my two cents on this situation and on dealing with that boss that makes your dream job into a nightmare. Of course, there's a lot more to say and there's a lot of other things that we can discuss about the topic. So if you want to hear more or you want to explore this topic further, please let me know, you know, contact me through our social media. Remember, at the IE Podcast Official in Instagram and on Gmail. And without anything else to say, thank you guys for listening. I've been your host, Paco Torres, and this is the IE Podcast, the Inspiring Excellence Podcast. Wishing you a great rest of your day, and I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye-bye.